Hey, everyone. So we wanted to cover this before we started the podcast and just acknowledge that um, racing driver Delano Van Hoff has died after an accident in the Formula Regional European Championship at Spa. Uh, Van Hoff was 18 and he was involved in a multi-car collision in wet conditions during the final race of the weekend. The race was on Saturday uh, and it was red flagged and did not restart. Um, we just wanted to pay our respects to obviously to him and his family and wish them nothing but the best during this uh, difficult time. Uh, with that, we will go ahead and start the podcast. <clears throat> Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Mario and you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Joining me today is the one, the only, the, I said I said it the first time, right? So I'm going to say it again. The Glossier, Tasha. You did. Hey. <laughs> hey, Mario. <laughs> Hi. I'm How happy. I'm so happy to see you again. They got us back. I know. Are we like, are we like is this like the band now? We're so back that together. When we get separated, <laughs> we can say we're back together again. Yeah, the band's back together. <laughs> The quali band, so, yeah. Yeah, the the post. Oh no, 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 that's too close to something no. else. Let's uh, yeah, we'll we, workshop, yeah, yeah. we'll workshop that. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I agree. We'll out, come yeah. back with something though, yeah, something totally yeah. appropriate, something too. different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tasha and I are here to talk about uh, basically what we've seen so far in the weekend uh, for Austria GP. Um, so. So far, we've we've gone through uh, one practice, then we went through qualifying, then a sprint shootout, and then a sprint. So we're going to talk a little bit about some general stuff and then also uh, just hit on any important things we saw during that. Uh, before we begin, as always, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure to drop the five stars, make sure to download and listen. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button. You can't hit that dislike because YouTube doesn't <laughs> let you, but you wouldn't anyway. So why would we even want one there? Um, and make sure to subscribe to the channel Quickstop F1. Uh, with that, Let's get into some of this. Yeah. Another <laughs> sprint weekend. Another sprint weekend, Tasha. Mm. Yeah. How did you feel? To, yeah. I guess, what were your what were your takeaways in general today and yesterday? What do you like about the format so far? Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if I like the format. I feel like it's maybe, uh, you know, just like a necessary evil because obviously, you know, the higher ups have said that we have to have these weekends. So here we are. Um, so I'm absorbing them. I'm not like, I'm still not like that much of a fan of the sprint weekend just because I feel like it's just a lot, you know, like yeah. I feel like, I don't know, like I sometimes forget that we have a race on Sundays after we've experienced the sprint. Um, and then of course, I don't know if it's just maybe the weather in Austria too, with the rain, like something feels very grueling about watching like two or three days worth of like gray overcast, rainy weather. Like, I just yeah. want to take a nap. I want to curl in a blanket. Like, I don't want, you know what I mean? So it's like, you don't want to drive You don't want to drive 200 miles per hour around a track that you no. can, <laughs> no, no, that's not what you want to do during rainy, rainy days. No, I don't want to do any of that. I want to have some soup. I want to watch some movies. Yes. Yeah. So Tasha, Tasha, yes. <laughs> top two soups. Of all time? Okay. For you. A for you okay, obviously. for me, classic tomato basil soup, because like I just feel like you really cannot go wrong. Um, and then it's like chicken noodle or Italian wedding soup for like okay. that two spot. Like, okay. I don't know. 
Are you dipping stuff into the tomato basil one? Oh, but then there's like pho and ramen, and I'm also like really a big no, no, fan. No, 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 no. Ramen and pho. Ramen and pho. I, 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 I apologize to the ramen like, and pho community. I don't. I love them, but I don't technically call them a. I would call the what do you first mean? A soup. I just think pho and ramen are fine. Ramen. This they're is my soup. own culture. This is my own culture and stuff going on. I, I know they're soup like, but like to me, oh, to me, broccoli. <laughs> If you're like a broccoli cheddar okay. soup and and like a ramen, it's very different. I think ramen is closer to soup than broccoli cheddar. I you think know what I'm, I'm actually super wrong. I, I think you are too. Either yeah, way, okay. anything with anything with anything with the broth, I'm there. Like I'm a soup okay, okay. person. Like that is my whole personality trait. Like especially in the fall, that's all me. So yeah, I'm a fan anyway. of broccoli cheddar and ramen. <laughs> <laughs> something something that's definitely uh i think that is the biggest problem with me with this format mm-hmm. and i think i think a lot of people could probably relate you just watch the sprint uh mm-hmm. shootout or you just watch the sprint if without checking if i ask you about tomorrow's race grid mm-hmm. or how qualifying yesterday ended do you remember no like, like, I don't... It's too much. I have to, to immediately pull it up. I have to immediately pull yeah. it up. <laughs> too many grids. Too many sets. Uh, so many grids. Yeah. So many qualies. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. So uh, what did you think of quali? Like, ha- what are your thoughts? I got to do this. I got to do this off rip. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I'll respect the format. That's cute, too, so I won't say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought qualifying... I thought qualifying was very normal except for and i think this happens often when you and i are, are on the podcast mm-hmm. weird performances by checo and george yeah but but because i want to respect the format i'm gonna say <laughs> let's start with q1 and say okay we lost nick devries please i hope nobody fell down from their chairs i know this is super shocking shocker super yeah. rare like we are we are <laughs> baffled here in the quick stop community um, but Nick DeVries was out. Kevin Magnuson was out. Logan Sargent was out. Joe was out. And I believe he had something with uh, with his car. Mm-hmm. And Yuki was out as well in Q1. And I will start with a very quick... I'm watching most of my F1 content on F1 TV. Mm-hmm. And F1 TV is obsessed, obsessed with every time Yuki raises his voice on radio... Mm-hmm. Yuki's so angry. Yuki is such an angry... uh, And it's like, bro, everybody's on boards, man. Let him live. Max is on boards. Leclerc's on boards. People be mad sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't don't understand why we always have to point at Yuki when... Like, I don't I don't get why they do that. And that yeah. doesn't have much to do with Qualify, but I needed to say this. Get that off your chest. I agree. Thank you. Thank <laughs> they come for him way too much. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. And I don't understand why. And if this if Yuki actually has a if, if this is an actual mental health <laughs> thing that Yuki gets angry quickly or something like that, then we don't need to be talking about it in, in no broadcast or anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's. It's unnecessary. I think there's times when the radio is, um, you know, being broadcast does make sense. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to hear the drivers like coming at their team a certain way. Like they're, you know, they're definitely. But yeah, the way that Yuki's always painted as like he's like the most angry and like the most disrespectful or whatever on the radio. I'm like, there's definitely like if we're handing out prizes for that, there's he's not even in the top three. I don't think so. You know, everybody's favorite <laughs> driver can you can pull up and onboard that yeah. is 
angry or that is like a little bit too far and and that's just not too yeah. far like cancel wise but like yeah. everybody's been mad in a car sometimes and i think i don't understand why we we're harping on yugi that way um so uh, q1 um yeah. i believe we had a red flag as well didn't we yeah we started with the red flag from botas he something was up with the car um he just kind of like spun out and then it took a couple minutes for him to get going again but in that time they red flagged the um session so yeah it was just kind of like an awkward start to q1 and then from there it just kept getting more awkward because <laughs> everybody's track times kept getting deleted so <laughs> that i think was the main like takeaway from from this session i mean yeah I mean, people were putting in great laps and two seconds later, it was like, oh, nope, didn't count. Like, keep it in between the lines, basically. And it was just a real hard task, I think, for a lot of for a lot of the drivers this weekend. So. I don't know. Not sure what was the number at the end, but I am 100 percent sure that at one point it was like 42. Yeah, it was uh, like in the 40s. In the 40s, lap <laughs> yeah. deleted. <laughs> There was like a two-page spreadsheet of all the names and all the track times that got deleted. It was very, very like painful oh, to see that. Have, they, they haven't said that, but on Monday we're gonna yeah. actually have the the deleted times set the grid, and we're gonna mm. have another race, the race mm. that never was. Okay, that's a good idea. That you know that could work. We'll we'll work on that. We'll call Stefano and be like, we have an idea. We we've got Hear us this. out. Yeah. Look, just give me give me like all these tries that you've got. You give us. All the all these tries for sprint weekends. Yeah. You give us that many weekends, we'll come up with something. <laughs> Easy. So anything else about Q1? And remember, everybody at home, Q1, like qualifying for the race that's tomorrow on Sunday mm -hmm. is what we're talking about. Because so many qualifying. So anything else with Q1? No, I mean I will Checo got out of Q1 for the first time in a while. Um, <laughs> so that was good for him. Um, you have to say it like that. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to give him, you know, his little props. Uh, but <laughs> Alex, again, made it into Q2. Like, it's just like, you know, just I think it kind of was the norm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it wasn't too, too surprising. I think the people who got out in the in Q1, they're kind of the names that we always sort of see um, toward the toward the bottom anyway. So, yeah, I feel like Q1 wasn't really too surprising. But I think the biggest thing was definitely the track times or yeah. track. Yeah, the track limits just being like such a, a nag for everybody because, yeah, they were really struggling to to <laughs> to get these cars, you know, in between the lines. So, yeah. At that point, it's got to be a track thing. Like if every drive, if every driver is complaining Skill about issue. the same thing, it, I, I think everybody, everybody got track limits. Dude. Everybody did, yeah. So is everybody unskilled, or is that circuit need redesigning circuit track? I mean, I think many things can be true at once. So you know, <laughs> this is why we need you around. Many truths, this is why. You know? this, 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 <laughs> My gosh, you were created in a lab, weren't you? Was the, I? Niasha and, Niasha and Tandy definitely created you in a lab. Look, <laughs> let's talk about Q2 because that's where the spicy, spicy good stuff is. Mm. There's some dude by the name of Sergio Basura Perez at 15th. Um, we've got we've got our boy Valtteri, 14th, Oscar, 13, Esteban, and George. Oh, George. 
<laughs> oh George so I don't want to I don't want to do the guy like that but if I were hypothetically to go on Excel and make a chart that goes from moment that George said he was faster than Lewis and project his performance from there I <laughs> will take it oh I'm sorry but I'm going to take an educated guess and say that that curve would go from here to yeah. downward because oh my god that and you know comment is a comment whatever but you yeah. know you know yeah and hey i'll be the first one to say checo four weekends in a row no q3 so hey yeah. trash okay trash but russell what do you think about that do you think he cursed himself do you believe in that do you think he jinxed it i don't <laughs> i don't know if jinx is the right word i think when it comes to russell here's what i think i think that he uh his he talks too much <laughs> and you know i've said this way you know a few times before but his his problem is that he talks too much. He does not yet uh, possess the skill to back up his mouth, right? Like he is <laughs> writing checks with his mouth that his ass cannot cash. And that is the thing with him. Um, he was never on Lewis's level, like at any point. Even last season when Lewis was doing all of the testing and he was taking all of the glory for, you know, finishing ahead of him, like... I feel like he's always known in the back of his head that the the timer is running out on yep. on you know him being able to be ahead quote unquote of Lewis. And so now what we're seeing with the, whether it's the head to head of them qualifying, whether it's the head to head of them the point spread between them, um Lewis is going to just keep carving out this lead over George and so again, people should be hyping themselves up. There's nothing wrong with an athlete being like, I'm great. But when you start yeah. comparing yourself to people who you don't hold a candle to, number one, it opens you up to a criticism that you don't need in your young career. You never is my thing. This he's is my, never been the bad guy. Yeah, he's never been the bad guy. But this is my thing with a lot of F1 and a lot of like the hyperbole, a lot of the times gets these drivers in trouble because it makes people even more critical. If George had just said, I'm, I think I'm fast. No one would be looking at him under a microscope, comparing him now to Lewis and having such a high level of criticism toward him. And I can name a few other drivers that that's similar to as well. It's like when you start giving mm -hmm. these drivers, these premature accolades and these, this premature hype and they don't live up to it, it just opens them up to everybody calling them a fraud, you know what I mean? Or like really, really just like sort of like keeping that pressure on them to perform it. I don't think that's the kind of pressure you need against somebody like Lewis Hamilton, who's like very consistent. You know what I mean? Like Lewis takes pressure and like, you know, transmutes it into different energy. And I feel like sometimes these drivers take pressure and it like crushes them. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's what you're seeing with George. So it's going to be very interesting at the very end of the season you know, when I feel like you're going to have an even uh, further gap between them, what that excuse is going to be or what that explanation is going to be, because it's going to become a lot more apparent, you know, and it has always if you've really been paying attention to them and their rivalry that's been created, um, you you should always have seen that it's only ever been Lewis, um, you know, ahead of George and George is just talking yep. out of his ass. <laughs> so. I can't add anything yeah. to that perfect statement. <laughs> the only thing I'll say is there were 18 other people you could have been talking shit on. I don't know why you're talking shit. 18? 19? 18. 18. They're 18. Like, why are you talking <laughs> shit? Why? Why are you? Why? Well, they did ask him. Call from they asked him. They were like, are you faster than Lewis? And if it was no. me, I would have tried to be like, I think I'm fast. 
Do you know what I mean? Like he's I PR even, professional. Could, he should have spun even, that that's answer. That's what I'm saying. You know, and, and that's what that's what one of the yeah. things you mentioned the the bringing that un, unwanted, maybe unnecessary, maybe uncalled for hate towards you yeah. is something that I think George has never been through. The the putting foot in mouth so bad that they're gonna like because it's like you said at the end of the season. We could have said we could have talked about how great Lewis and George did, mm -hmm. but now it's gonna have the okay. But look at how much better Lewis did than George, right? And that and that was literally he brought it upon himself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, he was out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perez out. I mean, these lap times, these lap time deletions really was like the story. Again, I feel like Q two was just kind of standard. I mean, to bring it back, like I do feel like it was just pretty like standard, um, but. Yeah, the track limits were just really getting them out of here. I mean, Perez Something was that told, failed to do? Yeah, Perez was told oh, over the radio. Say, yeah, yeah uh, you know, they told him the, the, the turn that he needed to improve on, mm. um, and he just couldn't do it. So, I mean, Max had some lap times deleted, and same thing. He was given that feedback, and he was able to correct himself. So, you know, I think to your point, you made a couple of episodes ago, which is like, Q1, Q2 is not the time to be doing like heroic shit. Like just get the yeah. lap time that you need and get into Q3. And I think this is just one of those times where he could have probably let up a little bit or adjusted himself a little to make sure that he got into Q3. Because like you said, this is the fourth time in a row. He doesn't go to Q3. Connect four that he has not gone to Q3. <laughs> That's not... No, this is the opposite of Connect four. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, the last thing, like... They also told Checo on the radio, yeah, you need to put in a banker lap. Yes. Because in these conditions, you need to put in a lap that sets you somewhere. Just get so safe, So then you yeah. mess around and mm -hmm. find out. Exactly. But <laughs> he wasn't even able to put in a banker lap. And that I think that it is telling to a skill or focus issue. Yeah. Because the car's there, my guy. The car yeah. is there. Sheesh. Just doing too much. Um, so to to round out to round out Q three, yeah, uh, we have uh, the I guess the grid for tomorrow. Max, Charles, and mm -hmm. Carlos Sainz are starting at a top three. Um, what did what are your thoughts on Ferrari? I think they look I pretty was a fast. Surprised to see them, right? Yeah, they look fast. I'm excited for them. Yeah. I mean, like I want to see what they what the upgrades and everything has done for them. But it, I mean, their car looks solid. Um, I will say Charles Charles looks very um focused yeah lately so i'm excited to see what he can do i mean he uh you know of course max got pole but charles tried to put in um you know a real fast lap similar i think he missed out by like 48 thousandths of a second or something like that to be in p2 so he yeah, missed pole was, by it, yeah. a hair a literal hair so I'm excited to see what the start of tomorrow looks like um, for that. And yeah, the, the Ferraris look really fast. McLaren looks fast. Norris was up there in P4 as well. Yep, um, yep. And I mean, I think we talked about this uh, last time as well with the McLaren. Like, I think over one lap pace, they definitely have improved a lot. Race pace is something where I'm still like kind of questioning, like, can they keep up? Can they stay um, in the mix? So It'll be something to look forward to. I know at least at the start, I'm pretty sure him, uh, Lewis will will jump him. So I don't, I'm not really too worried about the McLaren for us. But yeah. Lando might give some other people on the grid um, some problems. So we'll see. 
Yeah, looking at the starting grid and, and therefore how qualify ended, super yeah. cool for Ferrari to be up there, like you said. Mm -hmm. Lando fourth, Lewis fifth. Lewis is going to eat that up. Maybe signs as well, like it, pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, this was cool. Yeah, so we mentioned before the sh before we started recording that Lance Stroll out qualified Alonso, mm -hmm. um, which is the second time he does that. And then I guess love to see Albon in the top 10 yeah. and poor Alex, can... <laughs> yeah. another lap time deletion that like really screwed him over because uh, he had a yeah. really great lap and then it was just gone. So that's why he's in 10. Um, what do you think about the um, Astons? I feel like they've been a little off pace this week, this weekend, I guess, especially yeah. for Alonso Alonso's... saying, you know, we're going to get podiums every week. I had to feel like you're kind of off the mark. Yeah. This might, Alonso, I mean, <laughs> Alonso feels slower. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something's up. Like, it's just interesting to me yeah. that all of a sudden, like Lance is out qualifying him and like, he just seems you're, quiet. You're not thinking, he seems quiet. You're not thinking yeah. daddy sent the email. I hope not. I mean, he might've, he's oh, like, stop embarrassing my so son. <laughs> like, please make it at least, at least make it a little, a yeah. little bit cool yeah. for my boy. Right. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Any final words? And we'll we'll do the predictions at the end, which is a little yeah. wonky, but still. <clears throat> yeah. um, any last words about qualifying before we move on to sprint shootout? No, I feel like, yeah, it was it was as straightforward as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all we can all we can say about that. Yeah. All right. So before we go into the sprint shootout and the sprint results and our predictions, we're gonna cut out to a quick ad. Please stay here. Don't go. Please don't go. We're back. Okay. So, Tasha, let's go mm -hmm. and look at the sprint shootout, mm -hmm. which the sprint shootout is what sets the grid for the sprint that happens a few hours after that. This day today has nothing to do with yesterday or tomorrow. Right. Um, yes. And that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Totally makes perfect sense. <laughs> okay. So yeah. let's, let's do this similar to what we did last time. I'm just going to give you the, mm -hmm. the first five that we lost, et cetera. And then we can talk about what we saw. So in for the sprint qualifying or sprint shootout in Q1, we lost Logan. I, I keep forgetting to warn people to sit down and brace themselves before I say these names. I'm sorry. We lost Logan Valtteri. Okay, for this one, I am really sorry. Lewis, Oscar, and Joe. Tasha. Why you gotta any ask comments me? on anyone on that list? <laughs> any comments on anyone in particular from that list? Anybody why, just jumps out? Why to are you throwing? <laughs> why are you throwing it to me? Um, <clears throat> I didn't plan this. Yeah. No. I mean, I think you know. Shame about Joe. Uh, you know. Oh, is that what yeah. we're talking about? <laughs> Joe, but yeah, shit, shit, total. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I will add, man. So predictable, Logan. Mm. But sucks for Piastri, huh? Yeah. Also, Valtteri. Ah, oh, hate yeah. to see it. <laughs> Now you have one. I think you, you. I think we have one left, Tasha. Do we? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Lewis Hamilton. Uh, that would be P eighteen for him. <laughs> Not a good quality session for him. Um, yeah. You know, same story from from earlier. We're having um, issues with track times getting deleted. I will say, Lewis was. You know, he did have some really good pace um, over Q one or SQ1, I should say. Um, and then as, yeah, you know, okay. the track evolution was like kind of gearing up, he just wasn't able to 
um, put in that last lap due to traffic and specifically due to Max Verstappen impeding him um, without a penalty did, uh, or did even you, exactly. you didn't, in investigation. There wasn't any investigation no. thing, right? Not even, right? That wasn't, there was nothing. Yeah. He just straight up uh, impeded him. Apparently, this was retaliation for a, a turn or something sooner. Lewis might have been in his way. I'm not sure. Um, it's like so hard to even articulate i think just like how annoying it is to like have uh, a an athlete like max who's like in a dominant car you know like setting fastest laps on like four-year-old tires basically <laughs> feeling the need to impede drivers who are like well slower than him you know what i mean like the, mm -hmm. just get out of the way like i don't understand the need to always like retaliate and get back at people and this goes to that whole you know um this whole narrative that they're trying to paint of like Max as this newly mature dr uh, driver. And it's just like you, we can only say that because he's clear off down the road, but yeah. the minute he needs to exercise any amount of restraint, he's just like so unable to do it. He can never be the bigger person. And it's just, once again, just like, it just goes in my Rolodex of like reasons why, like I'll just like never be able to like fully get behind him because it's just like, you don't need to do that you're a champion you know what i'm saying like you're yeah. supposed to be the face of the sport you need to like have better standards for yourself um and other uh, you know and also people around you like there was no need to mess up somebody's lap who probably would have gotten like p5 or p6 do you know what i'm saying or like nowhere near you so yeah that kind of irked me um i feel like it was interesting seeing uh switching gears uh it was interesting seeing um <laughs> see switching gears because that? that car just that car just switched gears <laughs> as it passed by i live that on a motor amazing. speedway yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah it was actually take down the wall behind you i'm actually in to knock it Austria. down yeah i'm actually in Austria. guys like the time difference is crazy though yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah so i was thinking like it's interesting seeing the ferrari it was like you know in the garage for most of science ferrari um was mostly in the garage for the first session mm -hmm. and like barely barely got him out in time and like science put in a great lap to save himself and i just that's when i was like oh i think the ferraris really are they're cooking this have weekend something. Have yeah something they're, they're yeah, cooking yeah, this yeah. weekend so yeah i was like that's kind of cool to see <laughs> um what else did we have? The Williams uh, both whipped really fast. Um, Logan, I mean, Logan didn't you don't have do to, you as don't have to great. Logan. Yeah. But the cars both look strong, I will say. So I thought that was like yeah. a good indication for them. Um, I'm not sure if they both have the upgrades on yet. I know. This week, yeah, I believe, I believe last weekend it was not last It was weekend, just it was Alex. Last race, it yeah. was just Alex. Mm -hmm. And this race, both of them have it. Got it. Okay. So maybe that's why it looked a little spicier today. So I thought that mm -hmm. was kind of nice. Um, and yeah, uh, once again, laps deleted. So, um, yeah. What about Q2? What did you think? Well, in Q2, we lost. <laughs> I'm going to do that one. I promise. We lost George, <laughs> Nick DeVries, Yuki, Gasly, and Albon. Mm -hmm. Um, my guy, Russell, yeah. you and me, you and me. <laughs> You and me, Russell. You and me, Russell. You and me. I Georgie. will. <laughs> Georgie. Like Tasha mentioned earlier. Yeah. Like, like Tasha mentioned earlier. Yeah. You talk a lot 
and then things start happening and then i'm gonna start saying like okay you had an issue with your car but to me that's his car ma this is my last episode on the but podcast i'm gonna yeah <laughs> <laughs> see yourself out you're good uh, you're, no, done. It really, you're done yeah, it, yeah. george I, i'm really curious how george will do tomorrow just because of how crappy he's had of a weekend which i think every driver has a crappy weekend sometimes you know what um, i will say i feel yeah. like george if anybody's gonna be able to recover it's george like that's my i just i really do like him i think he's a strong driver and i think like he loves a challenge and unfortunately you know uh his quality for the race is not putting him in the best position but i feel like if anybody can like recover from that it's him like he has shown at least a few times that he's able to kind of make up points and um keep the team because you know the constructors is still very much uh at play with with them and aston so i do see him really trying hard to get get out of the bottom We'll see. <laughs> yeah. And then very similar stories, I think, to <laughs> qualifying uh, where we had the, Fer like you mentioned earlier, the Ferraris did well. Mm -hmm. Again, we had the Aston Martins uh, next to each other at uh, mm -hmm. seven and eight. Uh, one person that we must, I think we already talked a little bit about Lando doing really well here. So yeah. that's cool. But Senor Nico Hulkenberg. What? Yeah. Yep. Look at him go. <laughs> look at him. Look at Nico go. So inspiring. Yeah. Wait, let me see Kevin Magnuson. He also did really well, right? Mm, no. Mm -hmm. They oh. both were in ended up in the top. Did are you talking what are you talking about? Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, yeah, yeah. Sprint shootout. Sprint shootout. Yeah. Kevin Magnuson qualified SQ whatever. Uh 10th. <laughs> yeah. Nico fourth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um let's go into let's go into the sprint. Or do we have anything else to say about the shootout? Mm, um, let's see. Q3, SQ3, we had Checo P2, which I felt like was kind of like a little redemption arc for him. Mini redemption arc, you know? You're too nice to him now. I, he, no. You know, whatever. I have a soft spot for Checo. It's fine. I do it's too, fine. He's so fine. He's so fine. <laughs> he is. Now. I know. You really have to like, so you really have to like. <laughs> What is wrong with him? Where is so his bar, head? The bar for Checo for me is like in hell. So anything that he does that's even just like an inch over it, I'm like, you're doing great, sweetie. Like, <laughs> I love that. I love that for Checo. Look, yeah. Did you, did, you, did you watch Ocean's Eleven? I did. I love Ocean's Eleven. I love Ocean's Eleven. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a scene with uh, George Clooney and Brad Pitt. They're talking to a third person. I forget their name. But the point is that George Clooney makes a remark mm -hmm. about someone who betrayed them. And George Clooney says a comment like, he shook Sinatra's hand. Like, like shaking Sinatra's hand was a big deal to them. And like right. somebody who shakes Sinatra's hand would never do something bad. Okay, Mara, why are you saying this? Because... <laughs> Checo shook Bad Bunny's hand. Checo was in the same car as Bad Bunny. You can't just start failing after Bad Bunny is in your car, bro. Right. I was supposed to make up this. I was going to be the guy who creates a narrative. Right. Once you shake, but once you shake Bad Bunny's hands, that's all. <laughs> all all you're going to find is success. And then Checo's like the first case of not happening. Yeah. <sighs> It makes me sad. It yeah. makes me sad is all I'm saying. But if Bad Bunny wants to come over and shake <laughs> our hand, we, we'll, we'll be great. Maybe Checo needs to revive Sinatra and then he can shake his hand and then maybe we can see if maybe that will that's, help. That's literally more viable. I think that's more possible than him beating Max this season. Oh, no, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so sad. <laughs> he's beating himself currently, so no, that is not. <laughs> he doesn't have time to beat Max. He's beating himself. Uh, um, that's a, that's that's bars <laughs> bars. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's he, sprint into the sprint i'm gonna get fired with all these puns um <laughs> so we we had our little sprint and mm -hmm. then do you want to talk do you want to talk about this in general give give a little bit of we can go through some bullets how do you want to go dig into this one i mean okay so what were your overall thoughts on the sprint like how did you feel about it overall and then maybe we can do it's some bullet points you thought it was fine. It's fine. I think I think <laughs> I will be I, I should have checked this beforehand, but mm -hmm. I, I thought about it too soon to the podcast. I will be very disappointed if I go check all of like sprint results and mm -hmm. compare them to race results. And if I see those two be very, very similar mm. a lot of times, then I'll be disappointed and make my decision <laughs> that these sprints are kind of janky. Yeah. Um in general, it was fine. I've I felt if if we and I think I think we can agree, like if there wasn't this interest with the weather and the changing of the tires, mm -hmm. I think this would have been terrible. Yeah. I mean, but, but like, for me, I feel like that's what gave it a little bit of flavor, mm -hmm. at least, you mm -hmm. know, like the starting on inters, Valtteri started on mediums, I guess, because, you know. How did that go for him, Tasha? Uh, not great, because after the form on the formation lap, he went straight into the pits. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the risk you can kind of take when you're starting last mm -hmm. anyway, so you can kind of like <laughs> feel it out on the formation. <laughs> He was like, "Nope, let me go. Let me go put on. Let me go put on enters. This was a mistake. Uh, I yeah. wish my mistakes were so obvious that you could immediately know. Yeah, no, yeah, this is bad. yeah. This, this is not this a good bad. idea. Um, yeah. So starting on slicks was not great. Um, but yeah, I thought <laughs> I did think it was funny seeing uh, Max and Checo go to wheel to wheel for the first time this season. That was kind of a, a highlight for me because we kind of get to see now why they don't let them." <laughs> Yeah. go at it um because yeah. not even a lap in they they were basically about to take each other out so Checo got first kind of for fun. a little bit for he a did. little bit and Checo got a, and Checo got Max off the line so mm -hmm. um Checo had the better start Max basically positions his car to try to like I mean they were like in the pit lane basically um yeah. cutting him off to try to get to turn one so you know they kind of just traded pushing each other off the track until finally <laughs> until finally Max got ahead um and this is why I always say this is this is also my Rolodex. I'm like, this man is You're not right, yeah. good wheel to wheel. He proves it every single time somebody is close. Like he just he cannot do it. He can't fathom just, you know, living to see another lap type of thing. <laughs> you know, let somebody pass you. You have a rocket ship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even without DRS, because DRS was not enabled. We're on enters. It's raining. Um, but, you know, that car has the type of speed that he doesn't need to get in these entanglements and turns like it just is I think, not worth I think, it i think verstappen is an amazing driver an incredible mm -hmm. driver 10 10 driver i think yeah. he's aware of everything yeah he knows the, yeah for the sure. problem is that he's so fucking petty and short-sighted and entitled mm -hmm. that he knows no one can tell me and i could be wrong but no one can tell me that Max doesn't know exactly where Checo is at all times. Absolutely. But you can definitely convince me that Max thinks he's so entitled, like that Max is entitled enough to think I am Max Verstappen. Therefore, this <laughs> is where I go. And that's where Checo goes. Right. That I will believe 10 out of 10 times. Absolutely. But that dude is aware of everything that's happening. Just like all these drivers are aware of everything that's happened. It's when they bring their feelings and their personalities mm -hmm. 
into the driving that's yeah. like it's petty you, you used a great word uh earlier about max when you use the word retaliate no athlete should be retaliating that's what we have the Especially FIA for. Like, come on, That's man. why we yeah. have governing bodies for. <laughs> you don't need to retaliate on track. Yeah. And if you think, which sucks because it, 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 he thinks it, and it's true because it paid mm -hmm. off today. If you think you're above that, then you have a problem within yourself. But like at the same time, they let the dude do it because we yeah. didn't get any like anything. So that's I. I yeah. uh, he exhausts me a little bit. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, but some other good battles that we had, I feel like, uh, well, so after, sorry, let me, before we skip to that, I thought it was kind of yeah. interesting <laughs> that, uh, Nico scooted his way up to P2. So as Max and Checo are fat <laughs> battling it out, <laughs> Nico like sneaks in there and he holds the position for quite a while before. He held it. Yeah. He defended legitimately, which was great. Oh, you guys were coming too? We didn't even know. <laughs> what? You should have told me before. Oh, what? <laughs> so that was fun. Um, I thought, yeah, the Haas, I mean, both Haas looked pretty scrappy today. Uh, Lewis and George, I did think, think did great. They started pretty low on the grid and both made up like a shit ton of uh, places at yeah. the beginning. They were what, P12 and P13, like a half a lap in or something like that. I'm not really sure how yep. that happened. I'd have to go back and rewatch, but. I still thought it was kind of cool that they made up all those places, um, especially because, you know, Lewis and uh, I had a feeling coming into this. I think Lewis mentioned like in a post-race um, interview yesterday or earlier today. See, I'm getting my days confused now. <laughs> earlier after the shootout, he was basically saying, you know, how he was just going to like have a little fun in the back, basically, because, you know, he's starting such a low position. So it was kind of cool seeing them push a little bit and have different battles. Um I thought, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it, I thought it was good. I thought there was like some act, some good action, um, and yeah. If what do you thought? What about you? Um, was I want to make sure because there's so many different sessions. Is, is <laughs> the sprint? The sprint was when Stroll did, had the radio telling Alonso, telling the mm -hmm. team, tell Alonso to not fight. Yeah, was it, that was during the sprint, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, he was basically Thoughts trying to hold on, on. Thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to read Aston Martin dynamic at all. Like, I just don't understand the team dynamic. I mean, it's like I feel like I have a, an inkling of what's going on, right? Yeah. But I just, I still don't understand really what's happening with that team. Like, Alonso is an amazing driver. He has already in his head, like I said earlier, talked about the fact that he thinks the car can get podiums every weekend. Yeah. And I feel like he's not pushing. And I don't know if it's just because he's like, it's sprint and it's just quality. Like he's just saving it for the race. I'm not sure. Um, but then, yes, you have like Lance who's in front of him. And to be fair, they did have a little battle toward the end. I think the last mm -hmm. couple of laps, they were like kind of going at it a little bit, but yeah. not really. So it just feels very like, I don't know what's going on. Like they, they're in their Alonso, own little Alonso like, world. Alonso was yeah. kind of like poking at him. Yeah, not, not in a bad way at all, but like it, it wasn't so much as a fight because you could see, yeah. which is right, which is the right thing to do. Like Alonso mm -hmm. wasn't willing to risk much. Yeah, he wanted because to get it the was points. Lance. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so it makes sense for Alonso and everything. Um, it's weird. It's weird, and we thought we mentioned it a little bit earlier. It, yeah. it, it almost feels like Alonso has been a little irrelevant this weekend in general. Yeah, like, or just like very reserved. So, I mean, yeah, again, uh -huh. it could be just that he's saving the best for the race um yeah. it's very possible uh, for that but yeah it just it 
just throughout the quality, all the qualities, all the qualities. Um, I just felt like he uh, kind of was getting lost in. Yeah. I wasn't really seeing him top the leaderboard or anything like that. So it was just sort of like easy to kind of miss any performances that he had. Um, what did you think about the Leclerc and Akon battle that they were having for a few laps? I don't remember that one. No. They were no. they were scrapping it out for a while. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a good little battle. I mean, I, again, I feel like there was quite a few. So there was like yeah. Akon Leclerc and I think Norris was in that pack um, and would occasionally like make some moves. You had like kind of Lewis and George were straggling behind. And, you know, it was just kind of like that like little pack in the middle that I yeah. was really. The mid, yeah, the midfield. The midfield. Yeah. Um, so that was like kind of fun to watch, like because. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes in the sprint, at a certain point in the race, the drivers start to just think about bringing the car home and they're not really taking yeah. like a ton of risks and doing anything like too crazy. So it was nice to actually get some action. Um, and I think the best part was what was like lap 16. George decides, you know, it's time for softs, time for slicks because the track has dried up by now. Um, and that sets off a chain reaction of other people pitting because basically they see his lap times are are actually the the best on track i think he was getting like fastest laps um he said something i'm sorry he said something oh my god what did he he say when he was interviewed afterwards (laughs) like like something like yeah when i changed tires it it triggered a change reaction i didn't know everybody would follow the leader that way and he he spoke about himself in a way where it was like great this like he made a great decision and it's one of those cases where it's like come on georgie He's high off his own supply. Like, that's all I can say about George. Like, he loves himself. Uh, Like, uh, I wish I loved anything as much as George Russell loves himself. (laughs) Like, that is that is the truth. Um, But he wasn't wrong. It it did set off a chain reaction. And um, it was interesting seeing, you know, all the different um, tire choices. Some people had mediums. Some people stayed on inters. uh, But mainly a lot of people changed for softs. So that gave them a huge advantage on track. And, yeah, we got some more battles after that DRS was finally enabled in like lap 17 of 24 laps. Yeah. So I'm like, this really is like a sprint. Cause you're trying to like make up all these places. And so it did get excited. It, it did get exciting toward the end, I will say. And, um, it was fun seeing, um, Alex battle with Lewis for a little bit. That was pretty fun. Get that man on a better Cause car. that Williams is so good in a straight line. And so, it, you know, Lewis had to kind of be, uh, selective of like how and where he would overtake mm-hmm. his car so that was kind of good to watch um and yeah i mean other than that i feel like it was pretty pretty good to the end and then you had um russell was able to f- grab like the last point yeah um of the of the sprint so at the very end yeah too. and then nico also got points for haas so i was like this is pretty cool like to see some of these like lower teams like getting points yeah absolutely um, especially absolutely. nico i just really do feel like he's been having a good season kind of like alex alban in a sense like mm-hmm. maybe not like exactly parallel but it is interesting seeing these two teams who struggle a lot um to get points being able to like continually be in this conversation continually reach you know q3 in these very inferior cars and um you know get points for the team so yeah i think that was that's fun to see and like how a driver like nico with the slower car is able to defend how alex is able to defend in a slower car it's really interesting to watch it's it, it makes you think of these right the, yeah. at least it, it, for alex like it makes you think that he's got it in him 
like that he could be 100 like, like i am so i am so inside like i am so i got myself a condo in alex Albaum island like <laughs> It, I love that guy. I love I the guy. Like it's and a I community feel, village at this point. I think a lot of people are like absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just like he does. He uses his brain very well. Absolutely, he brings his brain into the whole yeah. thing. You know, yep. gotta love it. Um, okay, let's. If you it, let's do let's do predictions. Okay, but instead of mm-hmm. doing top three, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna ask you some questions based on the grid. Oh. I'm gonna tell me, and you, it'll be prediction <laughs> questions. Okay. <laughs> okay, because I think yeah, Max is probably gonna win. Yada yada. Yeah. <clears throat> Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, and Lewis Hamilton. Those are your first four after Max. Uh huh. So Charles, Carlos, Lando, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna finish higher out of those four? Uh... Charles, Carlos, Lando, Lewis. I. Mm. you can order them even if you want to get crazy with it i want to say i in my heart you know i want to say in the heart of in my heart i want to say lewis i i feel like it's going to be between lewis and charles to be honest mm-hmm. um i just feel like that ferrari one of the two ferraris is going to be a problem for us uh just because yeah. they're really fast and i think that their car really suits this track um but again, I don't know what the Mercedes situation is like, the setup situation is like for the race. Um, they do always tend to be more prepared for the race and for, for quality. So, you know, it's something to keep an eye on. But yeah, I, I have a feeling it'll be between the two. So it'll either okay. be like Max, Lewis, Charles, Max, Charles, Lewis. Like, I feel like something up there. Charles Lewis podium. Yeah. That's where we're talking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty boy podium, yeah. <laughs> in in sixth and seventh pl- in sixth and seventh place, uh-huh. we have Lance Stroll and Fernando Alonso. Yeah. And you can change the question if you want. I'm gonna ask it a little spicy, and you can change it if you want. How many laps will it take Fernando Alonso to overtake Lance Stroll? If you mm. think it won't happen, that's perfectly fine. We can change it. They're starting together on the grid. To, together on the grid, Lance six, Alonso seven. I think Alonso will take him at the start, and if not, no. by the time no, by the oh. time DRS is enabled, like I don't see, I don't see Lance keeping a, a lead of, over Alonso. Like I think he was like keeping it cute for quality, you know what I mean? And for the sprint, <laughs> he was like, "You can yeah. have this." Yeah. Like. <laughs> Sunday is all me. You know what I mean? Like, you can keep this. This means nothing you, to you me. You can play with yeah. this toy. You can play with this toy. But 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 I'm going to drive the big thing tomorrow, right? okay? Right. The adults are in the room on Sunday. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I okay. think on the start, get, he'll get jumped. Yeah. And then, hopefully, if not by maybe, like, uh, lap two or lap three. We'll see. I like it. Yeah. One more question. We have George Russell at 11th. Mm-hmm. Checo is 15th. Mm. who ends who ends who bleh, better race position at the end of the race who fin- finishes the race higher uh, not numbers or anything just higher in general i think historically the answer to that is going to be george because i really like i said i think when he's challenged you know to recover he does it yeah. um like the last race the fact that george lost places and gained more places than checo was able to do you know what I mean? Like the whole race. Yeah. Like man lost places and then gained more places than Checo was able it was, to do. It was interesting. That's sick. So 
<laughs> and a slower car, you know, all the stuff. So yeah, if anybody, if if history means anything, it'll be George who um, ends higher than Checo. If Checo has any sort of self-respect and dignity, and dignity, he will fucking hustle. Okay, like fuck history. <laughs> thank you. Thank like you. you need to hustle. Like I need to, again. This is one of those things. It's like you for your dignity. Okay, this is for you. Okay take a little pride um you need to he needs to finish like much higher like really honestly he should probably podium there's three drs three drs zones on this track there should be yeah. more than enough time there's like 74 laps there's more than enough time for him to get uh get up to a podium if he makes a mistake if he makes a mistake he yeah. doesn't finish that race i don't know what else we can say yeah. at that point like that's a that's a, that's like a complete fall off. The yeah. fall off is yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's that's it. <laughs> Speaking of things that are it, yeah. I think yeah. So um, what a segue. Thank you very much yeah. if you're still. Thank you very much if you're still watching. Thank you if you're still listening. Remember, if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe to the Quick Stop F1 channel for videos like this. We also have a Patreon where you can get exclusive access to merch where you can get access to uh, ad free experiences and videos that only come out on patreon um remember to leave us uh reviews on apple and spotify five stars make a good review make it funny we'll read it uh not we nyasha and tandy will read it during the main show um but yeah i've been mario you can find me on twitter and it's oh i gotta say this though please please this is the first and last time i'm gonna beg Please follow me on Instagram. Mario, why? Because now that Ryan Reynolds, Michael B. Jordan, and LeBron James are in an investment group for Alpine, I am technically, technically, by like 10 steps away from them. So I need to climb those steps and maybe get like LeBron to be like, yo, what's up? And I'll be like, all right, I'm done. See? Bucket list over. <laughs> Sorry. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mario underscore APM. Tasha, where can the people... Find you. You can find me at the Glossier or on Twitter at Tasha, and we'll have everything spelled for you in the description. Um, I am not an investor in Alpine or uh, any. <laughs> we're close Yet. to that, but Yet. yeah, you know, I like Mario's idea. We can let's build. Let's build, people. <laughs> LeBron, just LeBron. Even you, Michael B. Michael B. Just he might respond to you. You never join know. Us. Join yeah. us. <laughs> All right, Tasha, take us away, please. Oh, guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, no matter what happens, keep it on the black stuff. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>